Josh, Ooga Bonk. <laughs> Ooga Booga. Daba Duba. Ooga Mooga. Uh, when I was, I was, I wanted to do a podcast on the Turbo Graphics Mini since it came out, and uh, unfortunately, none of my punk ass friends are cool enough to know anything about the Turbo Graphics, and I'm like, who am I going to record this with? Boom, Josh. You, you Josh. couldn't find any friends to do it with, so you had to settle for me. <laughs> I mean, I said my <laughs> punk ass friends. You, oh, you fall you. under a different category. You're my oh. my bitch ass friend. My bitch ass. That's good. <laughs> With good. bad taste in beer. Yeah, the slap ass mm-hmm. fanboys. <laughs> slap ass fanboys. That's that's where you fall under. Uh, so we are going to do like kind of a deep dive on the Turbo Graphics uh, Mini um, that came yeah. out uh, about a month ago. The only mini you need. The only mini you need. Now I'm just. <clears throat> I've, I've said this many times before. I'm going to say it again. I feel like this. Mini, this particular Mini is like, like one of the. I would say it's the only essential of the Minis. Sure. For like a collector, for some, or for just like a gaming nerd who, right, wasn't around like right. back then or whatever. Because all like Super Nintendo Mini, you get those games every, every anywhere else for anywhere. the most part, except yeah. for Star Fox Two. But sure. You know, well, um, no, Star Fox Two is now available on the Switch. Oh, you're right. For free. See, all you got to have is a 1999 <laughs> a year for the Nintendo Channel or whatever it's called. All right, good point. So screw that, Super yeah, Nintendo. You can Mini. get every single one of those games on something else. Not to mention the fact that it was on the Wii Virtual Console and then mm-hmm. the Wii U and then the DS Virtual Console. Like all those games have been available readily yeah. for such easy. They're not rare games. They're easy to find. The yep. Sega, the Genesis Mini, the NES Mini, the Super Nintendo Mini, the god awful PlayStation Mini. Nobody wants that. Nobody does. Uh, and the Neo Geo Mini, you can find all those games everywhere yeah Uh, the genesis mini had a couple things it had it's got the mega man thing right it's got that was a big deal it's got the uh it's got that tetris version of tetris that i don't think was released um that's pretty cool and i've heard really good things about the genesis oh it's really good it's really good i I do not personally own one but Uh, i've heard really good things about it. yeah you can typically get them for like 30 40 bucks these days yeah but we digress because we're here to talk about the king of the 16-bit consoles the turbo graphics mini um, and what I love about this is that there's so many games on here that if you were not a fan of the TurboGrafx or PC Engine back in the day, there's so many games that you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What did I miss <laughs> out on? Yeah. Yep. So we're just going to, I guess, we'll start by uh, going just alphabetically down through the list yeah, of games. Yeah, what's all available. Um, but before we do that, we'll mention that there are three different versions. There's the uh, TurboGrafx Mini uh, and the Core Graphics Mini, uh, yep. both of which have the exact same lineups. Um, and then there's the PC Engine Mini, which has, so there's a slight difference of like uh, three, four games uh, between the two. That's crazy. Um, other than that, it's pretty much the same lineup. Uh, so uh, I've got the TurboGrafx version. You've got the TurboGrafx version. Well, yep. um, it looks like a slightly smaller TurboGrafx. It's not that much smaller, no. It's not at all. Um, the controllers. It's like two thirds the size of the yep. regular TurboGrafx, which is already two-thirds the size of a pc engine so <laughs> yeah so it's uh it's 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 even got the little back uh thing that comes off the little shield yep. protector that comes off uh that thing is kind of poorly made like uh, not poorly made but it's just a bitch to get back on and off yeah yeah on the original turbo graphics it was super easy you just kind of clip it on and off it this, would fall this, off this though. thing you gotta like like clip yeah. on and yep. and i actually read on uh Resetera today uh one guy had his usb uh, cable not quite 
uh, nut position quite right, and he snapped the thing in there, and it it cut into his USB no port. Way. Yeah, so, yeah, he's like, damn this thing. Yikes. Um, so anyway, it goes on really snug. Yikes. Um, anyway, so it, it's a, uh, the controller itself uh, is a pretty damn accurate replica of the original mm-hmm. TurboGrafx controller. It, I find it to be a little more stiff. Sure. Um, and this is like a controller that, it's like an extension of my hand. I've used it so much, you know. So right. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. very familiar with how it should feel. Yeah. And it feels good. It just feels a little clickier, a little stiffer. A little stiffer. clickier, and I, I've, seen, I've heard it's a little bit smaller, just like a little bit t- tinier than the regular uh, controller. I, yeah, I, I didn't notice that. Um, I did like a comparison picture of it, and it didn't seem small. Oh, okay. Um, the, uh, we could talk about quickly the 8-bit dough uh, wireless controller. Yeah. Um, that one is a little more rounded. Okay. So it seems a little smaller in your hand than gotcha. the more squared off uh, TurboGrafx or Turbo Dual controller. What, what peripherals did you all get with your TurboGrafx? Because I just went with the Turbo Mini, mm-hmm. and I got that in the mail yeah. um, more recently than a lot of people. I know a lot of people were importing it and getting it yeah. uh, ahead of schedule. I did that, yeah. Um, but I, I waited until Amazon decided to just send it to me. And then I wound up getting the Core Graphics 8-bit dough version oh, nice. of the uh, wireless controller. So it's very similar to what you have, but it's yep. just a different colorization, that, that dark and the purples that kind of look like an avenue pad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so I went with that, that setup. So uh, I do have the two controllers, and that's all I got so far. I didn't yeah. go crazy with any um, you know, multi-taps or anything like that. I got the, I got the multi-tap, um, and it's basically it's just a USB splitter you know or yeah you know, coupler or whatever does it look like the uh turbo graphics looks e- well it looks exactly like the duo tap oh nice um, cool. so it's white yeah i like that yep um looks exactly like it um just has usb ports in it and so then crazy. i got um so i'm with you uh 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 in our hometown right now i'm not at home um in sitting in in my house right now uh i've got the uh hori controllers the oh, nice. controllers I, I just bought a batch of them so i could if I want to have like five player Bomberman or Very Dungeon cool. Explorer, um, I, I, I bought a, a handful of those, uh, so I can't really say how those are. But those are, yeah. they look like PC Engine controllers, but they do have the turbo switches on them. Nice. So yeah, should we start going down the games? Yeah, let's just go right down the list of games and, and, and the excitement that is with the uh, Turbo Graphics Mini Library. We'll start with a game that I know you love, uh, Air Zonk. being serious i know no, yeah <laughs> i know I'm, you so love I'm, that game. i'm kind of on the edge of my seat is this gonna be a yeah no arizonk is just freaking wonderful what a great game. it's terrific man um and uh and so arizonk what, what, what we should do i should preface we're gonna talk a little bit about the game whether we like it or not um and uh you know what to expect what kind of game it is and uh yeah. and uh and then move on. Um, so if you are not familiar with the Turbo Graphics consoles, you'll know uh, kind of what to expect when you buy one of these things. So Air Zonk, um, everybody yeah. who knows about the Turbo Graphics knows about Bonk and Bonk's Adventure. Yep. Uh, Air Zonk was kind of like a spin-off of that, where Zonk is like the futuristic Bonk. Yep. 
and uh, it's a, it's this is a, a, a horizontal uh, a horizontal shooter. It is a horizontal shooter. I, I, I sometimes get horizontal and vertical <laughs> mixed up in my small brain of mine. Mm-hmm. Never claim to be a smart man, Mm-mm. but um, yeah, Airzonk, and, and it, for a while it was uh, you know TTI or mm-hmm. uh, you know Turbo T- Technologies. Turbo Technologies. Yeah, Hudson's like ma- mascot for a little bit. Just yep. he's a little bit more edgier, cooler looking '90s dude. <laughs> yep, he's got he the is, lightning bolt on his head. Yep, and there was uh, an interesting. Interesting, like wasn't it? Electronic Gaming Monthly had a. a it was Game Pro. It was Game Pro had that um, um, a competition to see who could name him. Because mm-hmm. for a while he was just like, wasn't his name just like uh, uh, whatever PC Beer? Dungeon or uh, yeah. yeah 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 the the Punkasaurus or something like yeah. that. And and they were like, oh, come name our new guy, name this new version yeah. of Bonk. Because it was like for a while it was like futuristic Bonk shooter game or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool to see that type of game being made. And it kind of, I don't know if there was, I mean, there's always been cute em up or cute em up type of shooter games. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like the first one that I really saw that was taken seriously with really beautiful, awesome gameplay. Yep. Um, it totally rocked. Um, the, the fact that this was a hue card game, this is one of those, um, there, there's always like maybe 10 TurboGrafx hue cards that I can take and say, look, Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis nerds. <laughs> yeah. This game has just as awesome music. It has just as much parallax. It's got crazy amount on the screen. Yeah. You know, like, this is a game I can showcase and say to my friends, like, this is the game you guys need to see if you've never played a TurboGrafx before. And so this is the one I like to show off. And I love the soundtrack, the gameplay, and everything. I think it's just, it's fucking perfect. Like, this it game is, is just, it's great. It's so much fun. I love um, it. This game received a sequel on uh, the Super CD called Airzonk uh, Rockabilly Paradise. Yeah. Uh, not as gun. good. No. Not no, as good. Not. Um, goes for pretty high prices these days. Don't bother oh, with it. Oh, yes, it does. It is not on this collection, though, no. is it? No, okay. it's not. Yeah, which is a shame because that's one of those rare games that people want to see if yep. you're curious about it. Yeah. Um, the thing about it, though, is if you can peel away everything, peel mm-hmm. away the fact that it's a disappointing sequel, peel away yep. the fact that it doesn't have any parallax scrolling and the music is pretty meh, it's an okay shooter. Yeah. But it's just not fucking a sequel to, to Airzonk at all. Yep. Next up, uh, we've got a Super Graphics game. So the Super Graphics was kind of a upgraded version of the PC Engine in Japan. Only mm-hmm. had, what, five, five-ish games yeah. uh, made specifically for it. So awesome. I'm waiting uh, to hear how you pronounce this. Aldines. Oh. Yeah. Aldinez? <laughs> wow, no. I, I've always called it Aldine's. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want. I don't it's care. a great game. Uh, it's great. Game. You're going to say great, huh? Yeah, I would say okay. it's a great game. It's right. it's really well done. It's it's kind of drab looking. Like it's, It doesn't have a lot of color going on, but I think that the... Uh, the on-screen graphics and the amount of animation that's in all of the the enemies that you fight and the like the bullets that come out of it and stuff I think is really cool and I like it a lot. I think it's a great game. Um, I find it kind of slow and chunky. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess when you're thinking of what should be the next evolution of a console, yep. like how much yeah. better is it going to be than a PC mm-hmm. Engine game? It could very. This is the type of game that, with some love and tender love and care, could have been done on the regular PC Engine, I'm sure. But I think it's still. I so as a super graphics game, I always felt like this one should have been like a showpiece. You know, this one yeah. should have been the Gate of Thunder for super graphics. Oh, I could see know? that. Yeah, it should have been to the super graphics what Gate of Thunder was to the Turbo Duo, and it didn't. Oh, it, sure. It, it wasn't. It that. definitely isn't. And I guess that's just my expectation, but um, you know. Yeah. It, it, so Gate it's, of Thunder is an, an, an absolute like. A, a moment it's it's, yeah. it's it's an epic it's an experience and one that you will not have on the uh, turbo graphics mini <laughs> i cannot believe it yeah that's sad well, uh, instead of instead of gate of thunder we've got aldinez 
or uh, however you want to say or it. Aldines. Aldines. That's how I've always pronounced sure. it. Sure. Do you also say anime? You like Japanese anime? Anime. Oh, anime. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me a minute. Uh, okay, the next game. I am probably in the minority on this one, but I prefer this game to its sequel, uh, Alien Crush. Oh. I love Alien Crush. Alien Crush is awesome. So Alien Crush is a video pinball game, uh, and in my opinion, still probably in the top five all-time video pinball games, along with its sequel, Devil's Crush. I think these two games are fantastic. Only Alien Crush is on this game. Yeah, Um, that's crazy that Devil's Crush is not included on this, because that's definitely a top 10, top 20 type cue card. Yep, Absolutely. Damn it, I'm going to sneeze at some point. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hit the mute button right there. Uh, anyway, uh, but it's a great game. It's a great game. This is Was this a, like a launch title with the TurboGrafx? I think it might have I think been. it was, yeah. I, I do remember it. I, I do recall getting it way early and hearing about it way early in the life cycle of the Turbo. But yeah, I, I don't think... I, I think I like Devil's Crush more than Alien's Cru- Alien Crush, but I definitely played Alien Crush more because that's the game that was available at Lincoln Video. <laughs> that's right. I, that's where I rented it as well. Um, and, then, and then I bought it, and then it came free... I believe with my Turbo Express when they were doing the buy oh, yeah. buy the Turbo Express get four games free. Yep, pretty sure this was one of them. So I had two copies of it. Nice. Uh, next up, Apari Gateball. Oh yeah, fucking I've I know nothing about this game. That's not. Uh, is there a screenshot of it? No, no. no. Uh, Apari Great. Yeah, I don't know what that one is. Listen to us talking like bitches now. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. <laughs> um, oh, gate Apari Gateball. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's um that was brought over to the u.s oh it's, it's a sports game kind of oh, oh. Uh, again looks like uh oh it looks like uh what's that game you play in the yard with the with the hammers Wait, and this the... is uh this is <laughs> yes that's right okay so this is um uh, i want to say cricket but it's not cricket no no it's okay it's croquet, croquet. Yeah. Yep, croquet. yes okay <laughs> Apari Gateball is croquet, and and no, we're we we're not bitches because we don't know this game because we don't know this game because it sucks. <laughs> there you go. Take that, haters. So, haha, we're not bitches. You guys uh, are the bitches. Also not not bitches. I don't know. Bad segue. Blazing Lasers. What this a great game. Also, I, th- I think a, if not a launch game, close to. Pretty close to a launch uh, title for the PC engine. Awesome. The Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, uh, vertical. Uh, vertical, vertical up and down vertical shooter. Uh, uh, very closely related to the Star Soldier series. Yes, it is. Um, when, when when I first played Blazing Lasers, I actually didn't really care for it too much because I thought did that you it, rent it at Lincoln Video? I did rent it at Lincoln As Video, did I. and I and I I don't know what it was about it that I just didn't care for or whatever. I just didn't think there was much challenge. I think I've got like a level or two into it and thought, and hey, this is too easy. Or it's just what. You know, whatever. Freaking elitist nerd. Yeah, I liked. The, I, I do prefer. At least when I was a kid, I preferred horizontal sh- shooters. So I like the Gradiuses, Gate of Thunders, you know, stuff like that. And when I first got my Turbo, yeah. I was late in the life cycle of the system. I got mine in '94, and I got Gate of Thunder. The first shooter I ever played on a Turbo Graphic system was Gate of Thunder. That's insane. So when I played that, I was like, "Well, I want games like this." this there's is, nowhere to go but down. There's nowhere to go but down. Well, I, Lords of Thunder, I prefer. Yeah, I prefer maybe. Lords, but um. Yeah, and I go back and forth. Between yeah, the they're different and, experiences. Yeah. They yeah. are very much so different experiences. But when we talk about what's better, I I can never make up my mind. I can. It's Lords of Thunder. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, but I, it grew on me because I think I I knew what type of games. When you said it's it's very similar to Star Soldier games, it's true hmm. because the Star Soldier, Super Star Soldiers, those series of games, they all come back and have a lot of the same elements that Blazing Lasers had, and just to see it in its infancy of that style. Oh man, yeah, it is a great game. It's really fun. 
Next up, I'm just going to bundle these two. We got Bomberman 93 and Bomberman 94. Excellent games. Great they're versions. Some of the most fun party games you can possibly have. They're they're good single player games. Yep. Um, but they're the the true like magnificent moments of Bomberman ninety three and ninety four is the five player stuff. So if you've got the Turbo Mini and you can get five friends around when you have their your multi tap and you have your five controllers, you're good to go. There's a lot of fun to that one. And Bomberman ninety three did come out in the US. Yep. So the title screen and everything's in the US uh, mm -hmm. in English. Bomberman ninety four, however, only did come out in Japan. Mm -hmm. It did get a weird US release on the Genesis as Mega Bomberman. It did indeed. So you can kind of play it in US or in English there. Um, but it, it plays but you, don't, don't it's really so need much it. better. No. Yeah, it's so much better on the turbo. I, I love it. I think it's a great game. Yeah, I think uh, these guys are like kind of direct precursors to the awesome Saturn Bomberman. The Saturn Bomberman, yeah, because Bomberman 94 introduced the characters that you could ride, like the kangaroo-looking like anime furry characters that you can dance, jump, uh, kick, kick the blocks or kick the bombs yeah. type things that were really cool. There was also some really awesome multiplayer, uh, very inventive uh, type of rooms with like the, the hatches that would go down yep. and then like the spinning rooms and stuff, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you like Bomberman games, those are two of the best that were ever made. Unfortunately, you can't play as Bonk, but you can on the Saturn Bomberman, which is a shame. Yes, you can. Uh, here's one and that you I... can play as Kabuki from Far East of Eden right on. on the Saturn. Yep. Bomberman. Here's one that I know you love, uh, Bomberman Panic Bomber. Puzzle Panic. game. Panic Bomber's fantastic. Um, I like it a lot. I'm I'm not very good at puzzle games in general. I'm not good at Tetris. I like Tetris Effect. I suck. I, I'm yeah. so terrible. But I, I try to get as oh. far as I can to yeah. see the experience and play the music and stuff. Dr. Mario clacks. I'm not the best at those games, but for some reason, Panic Bomber, I rock at it because I think it's just a very, like, um, that game is more twitch reflexes than it is actually, like, matching up things and taking it easy. You want to yeah. try to get as much damage done to your opponent on the other side as quickly as possible. So you have to drop blocks fast and then kind of survey the area and say, like, oh, shit, what do I have down there that I've made a pile of poop? Now i got to try to get all the colors <laughs> together and try to keep the bombs on one side. I like it. I, I was always surprised fun. this one was never localized. Cause I agree. But the TurboGrafx didn't have like a great selection of puzzle games. Correct. And, th and this one would have been awesome. Panic Bomber is one of the weirdest things because it's localized on every console. It was a Super Nintendo game. Yep. It was a Neo Geo game. And by all means, it was a flippin' Virtual Boy mm -hmm. game. Yep. And they were all fun. I liked yeah. every version of them. And I had all of the versions at one point. What a dork I am. But... <laughs> Nerd! But, uh, the turbo version is my favorite. The PC Engine version is my favorite. Yeah. And the fact that it's on here is freaking amazing. I'll, I'll lump these two together as well, even though we should talk about them both individually. But Bonk's Adventure and Bonk's Revenge, two of my favorite, uh, two of my favorite games of all time, really. Um, Bonk was the kind of de facto mascot for the Turbo Graphics. Mm -hmm. um, I remember seeing the advertisement. Uh, in like comic books, yeah, uh, with the cartoon for Bonk, and yep. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Uh, my friend Dave, I'm not sure if you've met Dave, he bought me a framed copy of that comic, and no it's way. hanging on my wall right now. Oh, that's amazing. Because um, that was like a formative thing for me. I, I almost wept when he gave it to me. I was uh, like, this is amazing. So I love the Bonk games a ton, as you can tell by the Mojo Weekly theme music. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. So. Uh, I, I love Bonk. these games. Huh, interesting. Uh, but I, I love the Bonk games. Uh, Bonk's Adventure especially has a lot of like nostalgia 
I've sure. got a lot of nostalgia for. But these are big, beautiful, colorful games. And um, while not maybe like platforming perfection, you know, yeah. especially Bonk's Adventures, a little primitive in the platforming as far as platform goes. Um, right. Still super colorful, huge sprites, yeah. cool bosses, yep. awesome, funny characters. Yeah. Lot a lot just a lot of charm and character of these games. Right, right on. Yeah, uh, I feel the same exact way. I that's the thing is like when I first played Bonk games, um, you, you had to know that it was at a time when the 16-bit era was just starting. Mm-hmm. Bonk's Adventure came out before Super Mario World, before Sonic the Hedgehog, you know those types of games, and it, and it felt that way. Like there yep. was a lot of innovative innovative things that were kind of started in the Bonk game, but not completely fully understood. And that's why, in my opinion, Bonk's Revenge is the best of all the Bonk games. Um, and it has moments in the game where you can really see and feel these kind of things. That's like that total early 90s attitude, that very unique type giant sprites for bad guys. Um, really cool ways to get through levels. You're climbing things or you're using your teeth to swing around. Vines, <laughs> yeah. um, just wrap right around him. Um, I think there's... You know, it's it's weird because like you think of Super Mario World or like Sonic the Hedgehog two and these great, amazing early '90s platformers. Uh-huh. Like I think Bonk's Revenge is up there, right up there with this. Yes, yeah. and it, I think it's a shame that he's not like an active, like it's not. Oh an active yeah, franchise right. Anymore. I mean, if you're thinking of these kind of things like this Alex Kidd XD, XD uh-huh. or like the the remakes of the Hero or the Wonder Boy games, like yeah. dude, a Bonk game would be absolutely freaking amazing. But sadly, Konami owns the property, so yeah, it'll well. probably sit. I well, mean, they had they had Brink of Extinction, and it was done, and yeah, they canceled it. True. You know? Yeah, that's true. And I heard those games were not that great. But not great, but it, but at least like something been cool to put it out. Yeah. At least to have it to keep Agreed. to keep the franchise. You know. Agreed. But you know, Konami could be taking these fat cat Turbo Graphics mini cash now <laughs> yeah. that they're getting from all this from all of us suckers to, that mm-hmm. will obviously buy the same shit over and over again because we're idiots. Uh-huh. But um, they can take this money and just go ahead and say, "Let's make a new Bonk game." Fuck mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Six. <laughs> Let's do a new Bonk. <laughs> That'll make at least us... give us a Bonk Pachinko game, Konami. That's something, yeah, right. Uh, Kadash, which is a kind of an arcade game, uh, but I, I I used to love this game when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, three player? Uh, is it three player on the Turbo Graphics, or is it only two player on the Turbo Graphics? Um, I know there are three characters. I forget. I think there's four characters. Okay. Whatever. There's. No, the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, I don't, the I, Genesis version is only one player and only ha- has one less character. Okay, I think it's two characters on the Genesis. Yep. Three on the Turbo Graphics and two players simultaneous t- simultaneous on the Turbo Graphics. So it's mm-hmm. it's like en- endless amounts better than the Genesis version. First yeah, off. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's a great game. Kadash is that one game that I want to love yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got elements, it's got RPG elements, but yet it's an arcade type game. It's got a little bit of Castlevania, it's got a little bit of Magician Lord, it's got a little bit of Shadow yeah. of the Beast. Magician Lord. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on there with that game, and it is two players simultaneous. And the game, um, I always take the wizard, and I always get frustrated because it's difficult at first. But yeah. the more you play it, uh, the more you level up, and you can kind of go back to those same areas and just kind of grind a little bit, um, it gets way easier the further you get through it. And I, I hear that's kind of the secret. And I, I, I don't know. This is the type of time, though, when I can finally play it on the Turbo Mini, mm-hmm. you know, from time to time and kind of use the save states, which yeah, is an evil totally. world or evil, evil word in, nope, in, in nope. emulation. But nope, not anymore. Screw it. Nope. Now it's a real thing. I'm all about save states. Yeah. 100%. So I can kind of. Keep, I have no time nor patience for any of that old school <laughs> bullshit. Give me your save states. I'll take your save states. Yeah, you have up to four slots on the Turbo Mini to uh, keep your save states going. So this is probably the time when I'll get into it finally and like really experience it. But I've heard that um, <laughs> the game is fairly short. 
Oh, it's like super it, short. It's, yeah. yeah. So, uh, the Crown Jewel Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Yeah, amazing that this is on it. But the, I mean, the real reason why this is on is because Konami owns the rights to Turbo Graphics now and everything. So, yeah, yeah. Where were you in '93, Konami? <laughs> bastards! You bastards! Take take a hike. Yeah. Uh, you, you bailed on us then when we needed you, <laughs> and now here you are in 2020. Screw you. Such a great game. Uh, in yeah. my opinion, the best pre-Metroidvania Castlevania. There I is. like the original Castlevania games more than the quote-unquote Metroidvania. Type, I do as so. well. I do as well. Um, this, and and so you know they they did the uh, Castlevania Requiem collection for uh, PS4 recently. Yeah. Uh, with Rondo of Blood and Symphony Symphony of the Night. Yep. Um, I think those games are like a great. Yeah, they're uh, double awesome. Fe- I love double how feature. they're so connected to yeah. the ending of Castlevania Rondo Blood is mm-hmm. the beginning of Symphony of the Night. Yeah, I was like blown away when I saw that because I legit did play through Dracula X before ever playing Symphony of the Night. And so when Symphony of the Night came out and I saw Richter climbing the stairs and my friends are like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I'm like, no, no, you fuckers. <laughs> no, this is amazing. <laughs> you have what's no happening? idea. You have no idea what's going on. And then the boss and the fight and the exactly the same. And oh my gosh, I was like, you guys don't know what's going on. I gotta, <laughs> we, we have to play through Rondo first. <laughs> but yeah Josh is having a nerd game. no it was the worst yeah <laughs> uh, but this is great like, it is it's, uh, it may be the best turbo game PC engine game ever yeah Rondo's so wonderful mm-hmm. uh, here's one uh, you were just playing it a little bit ago Chu Man Fu I cannot believe this game was localized well, I mean, like it's, so it's, much... it's easy enough to look. I mean, it's an yeah. easy enough game that you don't need to translate. I think that's one of the things when they were working on getting games that were, you know, coming to the U.S. that needed to be easy to be translated. Yeah. It's like, well, what is there any English and dialogue? No, okay, that's one step <laughs> yeah. easier. Um, it, it's a so weird crazy. Game. It's a weird game, but it is really fun. And what's it called in Japan? It's not called Chumei uh, Food. It's, oh, I don't know. Give me a second. I can Sorry. tell you that. Uh, <laughs> um, B-ball. Yeah, that's right. B-ball. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's fun. It's cute. It's it's actually got really colorful colorful graphics and the uh, big big chubby sprites. Yeah, the sprites and animations wonderful. So mm-hmm. like, it's a cool game. You know it's, what I pref- would have hard. preferred? Um, this Splash game... Lake. <laughs> no, I like Splash Lake. It's <laughs> I like Splash Lake too. Uh, no, uh, this game reminds me of Crater Maze, and I love Crater Maze. Oh, Crater Maze is awesome. Um, or in Japan, it was Doraemon. Uh-huh. I kind of wish that was on here, but we'll get to uh, honorable mentions later. Yeah. Um, here we go. China Warrior, the Kung Fu. So, um, you know, Archon loves that game. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world, not so much. Not so much. It's uh, good. It's like a big, giant, huge, beautiful sprite, um, you know, rhythm game. Yep, it's, it's, it's auto-scroller. Auto-scrolling rhythm game. Once you get into the rhythm and you get into the groove, it can be fun. Fun can be had. I've just never had it. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> Neither have I. Which I, is sad. I, I want to like it. Yeah. Like, for real, I want to be like, oh, look at how big these sprites are, guys. Yeah. Well, this was the game that when you saw ads for the Turbo Graphics back in the yeah. day, it always showed this game because of the huge sprites, yep. you know? And you're like, holy crap, how Those do they do that? huge, yeah. Uh, Choniki. Uh, the first Choniki. The show, yeah. This one, this one's rough. It's an odd choice to throw yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the sequel that came out on the PC Engine and the Super CD was much more impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about this one. It's an odd no. shoot 'em up. It's it, fun. And it and it's 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 a bit janky. Uh, it's the, the sprites are kind of weirdly shaped. So like your yeah. hit, your hitbox is big and it's hard to manage through like all the bullets coming at you. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, there are better Choniki games out there. Um, you, you mentioned the the other one, uh, I Choniki. 
Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that one. Uh, also, the Saturn Choniki games. Right. Uh, much better. Uh, this one's just an oddity. It's it's a conversation piece. How about that? The one that started it all. <laughs> dragon Spirit, uh, the Namco shooter, uh, where you're you're a dragon and you uh, and, and you shoot things. It's fine. There you it's, go. A, it's, it's a fun game. It's a perfectly fine game. I have nothing more to say about it than that, though. Yep. Dragon Spirit, perfectly fine. Here's a game that I love. Uh, not only for the game player, gameplay, the five-player uh, capability, uh, but the music of Dungeon Explorer. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the best soundtracks on the, the TurboGrafx, in my opinion. And for whatever, good. for whatever reason, we've got both the TurboGrafx and the PC Engine version on this thing. Yeah, that is kind of odd. Um, great game. It's a gauntlet clone, kind of, but uh, a little bit better, I think, than yeah. Gauntlet. Um, it's got uh, you know a story such as it is, um, but you know it's a dungeon crawler, um, and yeah. and uh, you crawl through the dungeons, you you shoot the enemies, you you shoot the the little uh, spawn points that the enemies spawn out of, and then you move on and you hit the big boss, and then you go to the next zone, and it's yeah. kind of the same thing. But the music is spectacular. The music's amazing. Um, the game. Hold on. What? Such a great soundtrack. I love it so much. Love it so much. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's got a great soundtrack. Um, you know, a lot of people will do comparisons to Gauntlet. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful cross of like Gauntlet and then traditional RPGs where you have the towns and the mm-hmm. places to replenish your health and get items and, and you know buy magic and learn things and get experience and write down your password and continue adventuring. It's, <laughs> write it's awesome. down your goddamn password. Write down your goddamn your password. Your friggin' whatever it is, 12-digit password. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Fantasy Zone, a Sega classic arcade game. Yep. Uh, with Opa Opa. Yep. Um, we, you've played Fantasy Zone. Everybody's played Everybody's Fantasy played Zone. It, yeah, it's, this it's is a, a good version of it. I, I, yeah. I've heard that there's an extra version of that game on here too, but I haven't done it myself where you can like hold select when you're selecting the game or something like that. It's got like slightly mm-hmm. updated graphics or slightly changed graphics or something like that. Mm, that I don't know about. I know that Salamander, Gradius. Oh, yep. Fantasy Zone. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Near arcade versions of Fantasy Zone, Salamander, and Gradius are and that's on. That's really interesting that those are on here. Yep, and the and the really caravan cool. mode of Soldier Blade is yes, also on here. Yep. Um, yep. You can Google that shit for yourselves, figure it out. It's not hard. You just kind of hold down select as you uh, as you start these games up, and you'll get the special modes. Figured out. Figured out. Go figured to Google. We're not out. we're not your damn Google. Figured out. <laughs> uh, this game, this next one surprised the shit out of me because I did not play this until about, let's say, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I was blown away. Galaga 88. Yeah. Like, it's a, a, great game. it's a shockingly good, like, great version of Galaga. It is. And I, I love Galaga to begin with. It's one of my all-time favorites. I, I couldn't believe how, how, like, great this was. Yeah. Um, Galaga 88 or Galaga 90 as it's mm-hmm. known in the US um, yep. weirdly named um, and I don't think enough people gave it attention especially not back in the day yeah because they were like oh I've played Galaga Galaga is like okay. a 10 year old game why would yeah. I care about that in the 90s why, yeah. why would any? but it is fantastic it's a really cool version of it it's got a lot of extra features that you don't see 
and you didn't see in the original Galaga games. It's got a space station in the background. Yep. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It is really neat. Uh, not enough people give it love. Yeah. For sure. It's a very, very it's cool a game. Terrific game. Uh, this one, uh, boy, I'm going to need your opinion on this because I don't have a lot of experience with it, but from what I have played, it is hot trash. Uh, the Genji and Heiki Clans. The Genji and Heiki Clans this is a Namco game, isn't it? Uh, sure. Isn't it, a, so. isn't it, it is. a part of the Samurai Ghost series or whatever? Uh, so at first, I thought what I was getting into was Samurai Ghost. Yeah. Uh, not so. Um, it and, and not good. So what do you uh, think of this game? It is a Namco game. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I liked it. Um, I don't know if I hate it so much. It was, it was actually featured in a, an episode of uh, High Score Girl. It sure was on Netflix, um, which is awesome. And they talked about it a lot. So I went back yeah. and played it, and I don't, I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's very difficult. Um, it's very difficult. It's, it's fun. It's not as good as Samurai Ghost. Samurai yeah. Ghost is really, really well done. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's weird. It's very strange. But I couldn't help notice that you went from, um, what did you do, Galaga? Yep. G-A-L to, mm -hmm. to Genji? Genji? Mm -hmm. G-E. That would mean that Gate of Thunder is not in this TurboGrafx Mini, <laughs> which I might, that's what need, that means. I might need to point that out again. Yeah. What a travesty that is. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, but whatever. Whatever. It's it's. I'm guessing that 95% of the people who play this game are going to be like, Get, what the get, hell? get like 30 seconds in and hit reset and be yeah. like, next. Yeah, about uh, as many that will be playing Necromancer. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, this Amazing. is a, This is a super graphics uh, game or version yeah. of the game. Um, it is incredible. It's it's It looks fantastic. Sounds great. Um, I suck at these games. Yeah. Suck so bad. I, yeah. I, I, I can... I think I've gotten past the first well, level. Now you got save states, though. Yeah, I do. You got your save states. <laughs> so, you can so I get a third of the way through the first level. I'm like, save. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got past that one guy this time. I got to the bridge. Yeah, it's like <laughs> me playing Magician Lord on the Wii. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, everybody knows Ghouls and Ghosts. This is this is a really great version of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you've only if you've only ever played the arcade and maybe the Genesis version of Ghouls and Ghosts, mm -hmm. you should definitely check this version out because it's so damn close to the arcade. It's it's wonderful and it blows away the Genesis version. Ginga Fuke Densetsu Sapphire. Sapphire. Just known as Sapphire. And everybody knows it as Sapphire. It's the game everybody wanted for a long time, and mm -hmm. Tobias screwed everyone over. And then, <laughs> and That's now, inside baseball right there yeah. for you non turbo graphics nerds. Yeah, and then, uh, man, yeah, then uh, everyone's just, uh, it's one of those games that you hear about and you never see very often, but it's on here. So This is, a, this is an arcade CD game. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Um, it's, it's incredible it that they were amazing. able to pull it off on a turbo. Yeah, game. I mean, yeah, for real. Like this system, I always thought the turbo was so cool because it kind of spans such a long, uh, you know, generationals. Yep. Like, some games look like NES games. Mm -hmm. It's true. Cool. Some games look like Super Nintendo and Genesis games. And then I think of Sapphire. I think of like early PlayStation Saturn, yeah. like the, the yeah. polygons and everything, like Sega CD, like that level of like gameplay and, and the way that the games looked is just unbelievable if i didn't know any better i would say sapphire is a saturn game saturn or you know neo geo you know it was just it was beyond what um this little 8-bit powerhouse could do for sure indeed gradius hey and gradius 2 two wonderful wonderful shooters gradius yeah. and gradius 2 yeah the gradius on here is is it's it's very similar to the galaga 88 or galaga 90 yeah. um it's such an awesome improvement over the arcade original and it's just like if you've only played the nes version or the arcade version you need to try this one 
And Gradius sure. 2 is gorgeous. Like, it's yeah. such a good game. They're balls hard, though. Yeah, they are. Because I think about, like, the Gradius 3 on the Super Nintendo, which is a game I love very much so, but yep. it has so much slowdown mm-hmm. that it makes it a little bit pl- more playable. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the Gradius 1 and 2 are so much harder. Uh-huh. Not that I'm any good at any of them. Because I'm not. Right. But, the one, but these these are these are going to be very, very challenging for you. Uh, here we go. This is another Lincoln Video special. For those who aren't keeping up, uh, Lincoln Video is, is <laughs> what was a, was a video rental store in the 80s and 90s back in Josh and my hometown. Yeah. And for some reason, they rented TurboGrafx games. 16 Turbo games. Even though there were only like two or three kids in town who owned a TurboGrafx. Yeah. So it was so strange that that they that they rented it and um, me, you, and the Filios. Yep, exactly. They had the Turbo and, and when Lincoln Video went out of business, unbeknownst to us, it was a race between you and I to see who could pick up all the games, and we didn't realize that until twenty years later. Yeah. Uh, oh, you were the asshole who bought that game out yep. from under me. All of a sudden, it was gone. I, someone's, I, someone's coming in to buy that. I'm like, well, can't I be the one to buy that? Oh no, this gentleman's coming in. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so. I, so I was in college. I lived actually at Fremont where you know Team Fremont and the whole thing oh, okay. um, and and my mom told me that Lincoln I was talking to her on the phone I remember this very distinctly I was talking to her on the phone I was sitting in Hilden's room talking on the phone uh, to my mom and she said oh by the way Lincoln Video is closing up and they're selling all their stuff and I was like you get there and buy all those graphic <laughs> games like seriously I'll pay you back buy every single one and she's like oh okay you know and I got them all for like five bucks a pop you bastard anyway I got uh, a couple I don't remember which ones I got, but I know I got a couple. Yep, I think you swiped a couple from me. Uh, JJ and Jeff is what I'm talking about. I rented JJ and Jeff from Lincoln Video back in the early 90s, and I was like, what the hell is this game? It's so crazy. And my son played it uh, for the first time yesterday, and he was also like, what the hell is this game? Uh, known as Kato and Ken in Japan, yeah. uh, and it was based on a comedy duo, and one of them died recently, right? Did I Ken? heard about that, yeah. Uh, coronavirus, right? Yep. Um, fucking bummer. Um, but anyway, it was it was this wacky uh, game based on like this Japanese comedy duo, and it was a platformer where you go around kicking stuff and birds shit on you, and you kick everything. Like If you can't figure out what to do, just start kicking everything. Kicking and farting on things. <laughs> yep, yep, and you have like a spray can that you spray yep. stuff with. Uh, it is. It is. It's, it's challenging too. Like after a bit, it gets pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. It's it's interesting because a lot of people consider it like a pseudo adventure island type game. Yeah. Um, but it does have the attacking and the and the looping and stuff. And there's warps in the game. And it at first it seems like a fairly like unimaginative just platformer where you're just mm-hmm. running through and you're trying to get through as quick as you can, similar to an adventure island game. But the further you get into it, the yep. more you start to realize you can take advantage of those warps. Yep. And the special zones where it's like this perfect spot you have to stand and then you duck and you fart and then all of a sudden there's the then there's a guy playing rock, paper, scissors. It's yeah. it's it's crazy. And there's and a dude weird. with the drum going doom 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 doom. Yep. Oink, oink, oink. Yes. Anyway, yes. Uh, I love this game. It's it's but most people will boot it up and Wonder, be like, What, what the, the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. Um, it is great. Jasaiken Necromancer. Yeah. Um, Japanese RPG. I'm sure it's fun. But. So fucked up that Konami released this on the virtual console. Yeah. For the Wii U. What the hell? What the hell, indeed. Uh, that is bizarre. And there's no translation. Un- yeah, completely unplayable in English. Like y- 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 I don't understand that at all. Um, I, so I know nothing about this game other than it looks a little bit like Dungeon Explorer. 
uh, doesn't play like Dungeon, Dungeon Explorer. It just kind of has no. a similar. Yeah, I can style. see that. Yeah, that dark like tone to it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't but uh, to it. but I I've not played more than thirty seconds of this because it's yeah, it's just completely it's, yeah. Somebody needs to translate it. Get on that. Another one of the crown jewels of this thing is Lords of Thunder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can't talk enough about how much fun I have with that game. It's uh, wonderful. Yeah, you. Uh, so I. I am not great at this game. You are pretty damn skilled at this game. I'm um, decent. Yeah, I have a I have a playthrough on on Twitch and YouTube where I go through it on normal mode without a single death. One CC. One CC and no <laughs> cheating because I I got really good at the game by cheating using that uh, that the menu code whatever you could put in to start oh, with ten thousand gold pieces and then I had no idea that stuff. even existed. Oh yeah, it, it helps a lot because then you can see deeper into levels that are often very difficult to get through. But um, yeah, I mean if you're wondering how. To beat Lords of Thunder, um, the best code I can give you is select the Earth Armor. Through every level? Every level. Every level. I don't, what's the difference between the armors? I never understood. Oh, there's a lot. Like yeah, the water there? and the wind, and there's like just the, your attack is completely different. The huh. Earth Armor, you always have a missile that kind of drops down, and if you're used to like oh, yeah. horizontal shoot em ups like uh, Gradius or Irizonk or whatever, you know, you always have, you want to have something that shoots directly below you, and the Earth Armor always has that, including your melee strike, including your regular shot. Right so there's, a, there's a ton of good good weapons to have. I mean, the game has amazing graphics. The game has amazing cutscenes. Oh, the, the music has the best music I've ever heard in a video game. So it's, <laughs> it's like so good. This game was so amazing that um, TTI sent out a VHS tape. Yeah. To everybody, I have the VHS tape still. Oh, um, and, and if you can, you can go to YouTube and just Google Lords of Thunder like VHS prom, tape, promo, promo video tape, or something. Yeah. yeah, and you'll find it. It's incredible. It, like I think they go around. Maybe it's like LA or something like yeah. that. They drive around to like and show people, hey, play this game, and they're like, oh, dude killer game y'all yeah yeah uh, it, it's it's fucking great the video is so funny though because they ask people that have no clue just yeah. random people on the street and they're like what do you think of lord's thunder they're like what like or some lady driving like what yeah. it is the most 90s promo video you'll ever watch but That's it's awesome. totally worthwhile i i watched it endlessly when i was a kid oh i did too um, awesome. all, all those turbo graphics promo videos that they used to send me um, mm -hmm. I, th I was like, these are incredible, I, and they got me so jacked up for the for the console because oh, so I was like, Nintendo's not sell sending you guys VHS tapes. <laughs> Look at what TTI is sending me. TTI sending me. <laughs> um, my first strategy game, Military Madness. Awesome. Yes, it is a great game. Yeah. Military Madness is wonderful. It totally is like that game that put people's foot in the door as far as like what you'd eventually see with like what was that the advanced or the advanced wars advanced wars and like yeah fire uh, emblem stuff like yeah that. fire yeah. emblem yeah the, I, I love the military madness games mm -hmm. it's really good totally um nectaris nectaris indeed is what it was called in japan mm -hmm. um love this game what was uh, i'm i'm gonna put you and myself on the spot now because i can't remember what the hell it was called what was the other hex-based strategy game that vastiel vastiel that's which one. is not as good not as good i but i heard so... i bought that when i was a kid it was one of the last games 
uh, that I bought for the Turbo Duo before my infamous purging of all my consoles. Oh, yeah. It was one of the last games I bought because I thought it was going to be as good as Military Military Madness, yeah. but like a CD version. Yeah. I was, I was very disappointed. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it has like action sequences for the actual fights. But I, but I heard yeah. that Vast Steel 2, which never came out in the U.S., actually does have the regular Military Madness style battles, hmm. which, of course, is not included on here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I didn't do Vast Steel because I had seen and heard about Vast Steel. I think I read like a review on it and people were like, oh, if you're looking for Neo Nectaris or Nectaris, you're going to be deep, deep, deeply disappointed and whatever. Oh, yeah. It's got great cutscenes, whatever. It's a work and designs type game, so whatever. But when Neo Nectaris came out, it was actually it was available. It like Military Madness 2. Military Madness 2, of, yeah. including Military Madness in the game itself. And it was available on TurboZone Direct. They were doing oh, that nice. like $49.99 import. So yeah. I, that's how I got my Military Madness CD fix. And it's nice. a much better experience. Moto Rotor. I like Moto Rotor MC, that that cute little uh, CD version of it where it's like kind of like super off-road, but this game fucking sucks. I think it's terrible. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's um, not. Like, I love Micro Machines, and that's yeah. what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. So I, I think I'm the one guy who bought that from Lincoln Video. You didn't get this one. I, <laughs> I did, did not get this and one. And I was so excited to have it, and then I played <laughs> it, and I'm like, this is hot garbage. This yeah. is just crap. It's... My son played this one the other day, too, and he thought it was cool that you could customize your car and all that stuff. Yeah, I guess that's And then, and then he gets into it, and he's like, well, this sucks, uh, you know. And then, and then when he uh, when he got past when he like, you know, died or lost or yeah. whatever, he's like, wait, I got to start all over. Yeah. Next game. Yeah, you I know. know. Screw this. No, Micro Machines is a wonderful type of game like that. It definitely perfects that. Mm-hmm. And then that 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 second one that they did come out with on CD, I do want to get that someday because that's actually a much better game. But this is just fucking terrible. Uh, I'm gonna lump these together. Uh, this was the uh, Turbo Graphics's uh, version of Zelda, so Newtopia and Newtopia Two. Awesome games. I loved these games as a kid. I played through Newtopia, the first one, and when I saw Newtopia uh, Two come out, I got it right away. Yeah. And I loved it. I I blasted right through it in like under a week. I just yep. thought it was the best thing ever. Um, now, if you go back to it, it's a very simplistic version of sure. Zelda. And when, you know, when when people are, you know, when kids, you know, back then were playing um, Zelda three, uh, yeah. Link to the Past, and and then they see Newtopia two, it's it's hard to compare that's the a, two. It games, is, yeah. and that is true. Link to yeah. the Past is gorgeous, but that's the yeah. thing you got to remember is that Newtopia one came out before Link to the Past. Indeed, it did. It came out after Zelda, and yep. it definitely borrows a lot from Zelda. But it, there's it, a, a few things that you could almost say that Link to the Past looks back in like games like Newtopia one and said yep. like we can do this better too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it inspired anything because it is very much so. Both games are very much so inspired Zelda type games. They're good <laughs> inspired Zelda. Inspired is putting it mildly. Yeah, yeah they're they're good Zelda yeah. clones. And if and if we had one thing that we could say. It was like, well, we got we got a Zelda type game. Yeah, we could say we had Utopia. Yep, I loved these games when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, in my opinion, the best game in the series, uh, New Adventure Island. Wow, of all the Adventure Island games, of, uh, of all the Adventure Island. Wow, games. I would not say Love that. But which I one? Do, which one do you like best? I I okay, so I like Super Adventure Island on the Super Nintendo. That's Blast me, fantastic! <laughs> it is good. It it's is good. so good. And, and it, it might be this might be a nostalgic <laughs> pick for me, but I really love this version of yeah. it. Yeah. That's uh, uh, Yuzo Koshiro did Super Adventure Island's soundtrack as well. So, yeah, that's like... What stands out to me about this game is it was either this or Air Zonk. I can't remember which came out first. But Air Zonk did. Okay, maybe <laughs> then. But I remember this game coming in the plastic tray and me being oh, super yeah. pissed off about yeah. that. I was like, they're not doing the CD cases anymore? Right. 
So yeah, you're right. It must have been Arizona that came first, but this was another one. Where was I was another where one. I, oh, where yeah. I was like, another one of these plastic trays? Fuck yep. this cheap shit. Yep. I remember getting Arizona that way. I remember getting uh, New Adventure Island and then uh, Order of the Griffin. Yep. yep. I was like, what the hell is this? And I understood the Order of the Griffin one because it had a very thick instruction manual. Yeah, yeah. And it would never fit. Because I remember at first I was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to make I'm gonna make my own jewel cases. <laughs> yeah. But the manual would not fit in one. You'd have to yeah. have one of those like double-decker ones like yeah. Uh, like that uh, Super Street Fighter, or Street Fighter Two Championship Edition. Game so like Turbo Graphics uh, games generally came in CD cases. Even the even the Turbo Chips did. Yep. Um, but uh, after a while, they started cheaping out and putting them in like these plastic trays that Just were awful. that were shitty. And all they yeah. they held the, the the Turbo Chip and they held the the manual and it was kind of crappy. It was uh, crappy like the Super Nintendo. <laughs> speaking of crappy, uh, Ninja Gaiden. Um, which I remember hearing, I was like, "Oh shit!" The PC Engine had Ninja Gaiden, but 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 we didn't get it. I yep. love Ninja Gaiden. Yep. Uh, a shitty version of it. Well, the gameplay's fine, and the soundtrack is cool. It's a whole different. It's a whole different soundtrack. So if you want to play Ninja Gaiden, like the mm-hmm. NES game, in a 16-bit format with a different soundtrack, because all the songs are different, mm-hmm. it's still cool. It's weird to hear it and to see it. it. The only thing that is awful about this version is the just terrible parallax scrolling that they tried to do um in the backgrounds it almost gives you a migraine trying to play the game because the (laughs) the parallax is so poorly done if you don't know what i mean because you haven't played this game um east 3 for the turbo also had really terrible parallax scrolling that is similar that make it almost a you know almost a a deal breaker like it's just not fun i still wouldn't say this ninja guide is a bad game by any means i think it's fun i think it's i think the nes games like leagues better the nes game is better but i wouldn't say leagues better it's very it's it's i'm saying leagues better josh fine all right fine we're sitting next to each other we can we can fight i I tell you that the super nintendo version of super adventure island is a better game than new adventure (laughs) island that's blasphemy but you saying an nes game is leagues better than the pc i'm saying it you son of a bitch (laughs) all right a good ninja game, however, is Ninja Spirit. Ninja Spirit is amazing. Love this game. I was actually just playing this earlier. Uh, until you get to that part where you have to fall down the pit with the with the ninjas with yeah. the swords up. That took me forever to pass. Oh, yeah. I hated it. I, I swear to God, you get, once you get to the last level, there's a moment in the last level when you realize you're halfway through the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because every level that you've done before, it takes a minute or two to get through, but that last level is just, you're falling in a pit for a solid 45 seconds, and it's yep. just painful. Oh, it's, and you're dodging, and if you get hit by one little thing, uh-huh, you're done. That's it. It's just fall a matter of memorizing. Left, fall to the left and stay as far left yeah. as you can and try to dodge a little bit here and there, and uh-huh. you might make it. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, probably in my top five Turbo Graphics games, Parasol Stars. Oh wow! I love this game. I would never have predicted. I love that. it so much. Uh, I took a so trip. That's the story of Bubble Bobble Three, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. I took a trip with my family to uh, um, Disney World when I was a kid, and Whoa. I had the Turbo Express, and this game came with me. Oh, amazing! And, uh, and I played it 
taking a drive from Wisconsin to Florida. Yeah. It's a hike, dude. Yeah, it is. Freaking hike. And I played this. hour drive. I played this game and burned through about 500 uh, AA batteries. <laughs> I love this game, man. Um, That's so cool. The music's so awesome. The graphics are big and chubby and colorful. Yep. Um, I love everything about this game. Every time I have a chance, I will play uh, Parasol Stars. That's super cool uh power golf like whatever it's yeah, a golf game. golf game there's not much more you can say about we that. love you esteban but it's a terrible game <laughs> uh psychosis weird yeah it's it's a fun weird game there's a there's an in-depth storyline into what's going on but it's uh, a little confusing to, to to kind of wrap your brain around but it's, it's, a, it's a shooter yep it's, it's a fun. horizontal uh shooter um released in 1990 by naxit yeah naxat uh, glad this Naxet. is here and not deep blue <laughs> yeah right on uh, it's it's super colorful. Like it's it, this is a, this is a unique shooter. As where it's like not a space shooter. No. It's as the name implies. It's like this weird uh, psychological kind mm. of kind of theme your, thing your going. Inner on. psychosis. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another like a classic shmup right here. R type. Um, I do enjoy R type. I understand why it's a classic. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, there's a lot of people who love it who think mm-hmm. that this is the best port still, and there's a lot. Uh, it's a lot of love. I just recently, in the last, the last year, I got R Type CD yeah. um, for the PC Engine, so mm-hmm. I'm actually been trying to play that a little bit um, more. And I love the soundtrack for it. And this is kind of a nerdy nerd moment. Not that we're anything above being nerds on this podcast, but nerds. like uh, years ago, the old Turbo2K.net website used to have a uh, Winamp player that you could listen to Turbo Graphics music. And when you first got to that website, every single time it was always the R-Type soundtrack. Nice. And so I kind of like related that soundtrack to that website. So when I first booted up R-Type CD on the Turbo CD, it was that music. And I'm like, oh, nostalgia overlord. Yeah. Not from the game, though, but from that stupid website that I used to yeah. sit and <laughs> yeah. work, hang out and chat with people. But, but whatever. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a cool game. It's really cool, and I understand it. I understand why people get into get into it so much. And it was a near launch title for the Turbo Graphics that looked almost per arcade perfect. So, yeah, there's a lot of excitement there. Uh, we talked about Gradius before uh, Salamander, which is kind of a spinoff of the Gradius series. Yep. Uh, if, you, if you like Gradius, you'll like Salamander. Salamander's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. That's a game you need to jump back into. It's two players simultaneous as well, um, and it's if you like Gradius games, you'll love Salamander. Um, it's it leagues better than <laughs> Life Force on the NES, which is also a great game, but this one's amazing. Nice. Uh, uh, where are we at here? Uh, Serious Century Spriggan. Ah, Supergun. So uh, this is the first Spriggan game. Uh, this one's a vertical shoot 'em up. Uh, well, let's let's just talk about Spriggan and Spriggan Mark II. Uh, so uh, the first one is a vertical shmup. The second one is a horizontal shmup, and they're yeah. both cool. They got like an anime kind of vibe to them, you know. Yep, I've heard most people enjoy the first one better. Mark II is a very different type of feeling in a game, hmm. um, but Spriggan One is definitely got that that uh, classic uh, vertical shooter feel to it. You're a big fat mech, kind of yep. big, yep. big fatty, fatty mech. Uh, this one, I don't. Okay, I guess I, I kind of get why this one's on here, but it's unplayable if you don't read Japanese. Uh, Snatcher. 
Oh, so yeah. the Hideo Kojima. True, true. You know uh, what? The, you know what's funny though is I've had this CD version, the Super CD version on the Super the Turbo Graphics for years and years and years, and I have like that's a game. Okay, you think like I'll never spend the time to play it, but I've spent hours trying to figure out through the menus and just to try to play the game and try <laughs> just to buy like the Sega CD game, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean that. Yeah, well that. Yeah, you could do it that way too. Yeah. But I, I really wish someone get on this and fan translate this, or Konami would get off their asses and just give us a PC or, Engine version, or someone should just pull the. Tra- translation from the sega cd into there's the... some minor changes though mm. and then in the, the intro the cutscenes in the in the sega cd version are very different actually mm. so right. they've changed a few things that make it a little more difficult but yeah i agree well, yeah i'll play the sega cd version eventually but i'd rather just beat it on the turbo first yeah uh, uh soldier blade uh which is just awesome. a fantastic uh game in the super or in the star soldier series yep um, so if you know that, you know this. Um, I kind of wish they would have put Final Soldier on here too, but eh, yeah. they've got plenty of uh, shmups in here. Right. Um, Space Harrier, uh, another yeah. Sega arcade classic. Not much to say about it. It's a good version. It's a good version. Yeah, a lot of some people think it's okay. Some people are meh. Whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not arcade perfect. It's a good no. game though. Yeah. Uh, a, a classic Turbo Graphics game. Uh, port or te- classic Turbo Graphics port. Uh, Splatterhouse. Yeah, I loved this game when I was a kid. I thought I was such a badass playing this oh, you know, yeah. fucking uh, True. horror game, and and I, I I used to be able to just play through this in like fifteen twenty minutes, just Holy like blast shit. through it, you know. Because really, after a while, you know, it's it's a short game. It's it five, is. five six levels. Yep. And if you get good enough at it, you know, like in the bosses, you know exactly where to stand, yep. and then just That's swing true. at it, yep. and then you know. Um, you juggle those guns and bring it to that leather face lookalike guy and exactly. just kind of shoot him with all three guns that you have stacked there. And um, I think my favorite part of Splatterhouse, that I, I like Splatterhouse. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are, are good at it. Um, um, there's like, I've watched people play in the arcades down at Galloping Ghosts in Chicago. Um, and, and it is, it's a good port. It's a very, very cool game. It would have been something that NEC or TTI or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Namco should have probably touted a little bit more about like, look at how adult we are. Look at this <laughs> yeah, game yeah, that yeah. just crushes everything else. But I didn't fall in love with it. I think the moments in, in, in later in the game where I really, really liked it was the mirror levels. Yeah, yeah. When you're walking through in those mirrors. You and can see your reflection. You're your reflection. All of a sudden, shh, the yeah. mirror breaks and another one of you just jumps <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, my God. That made my heart bumping big time. Back when I was like first getting into TurboGrafx, my three favorite games at the time were Bonk's Adventure, uh, Bloody Wolf and oh, Splatterhouse. Bloody Wolf is great. Super disappointed that Bloody Wolf isn't. That's honest. another honorable mention. I think we're getting yeah. them all out of the way. Uh, Bloody uh, Wolf is is a sadly missed. That's a weird one to not have on here. Yeah. Uh, Star Parodier, which great is game. in the Star Soldier kind of uh, 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 series. Yep. Uh, but uh, like, <clears throat> think of like uh, if you know if you're familiar with Gradius and the Parodius games uh this is a similar thing this is like a parody of star soldier yep. you can play as uh bomberman uh you can play as uh what's it what parachaser what i think his name is and it's mm-hmm. like the soldier the star soldier shooter the the ship or whatever and then the pc engine itself whipping his controllers around yeah yeah which is amazing the game's really fun it's yep. a it's a good one to get into very it easy. gets busy man that's oh, screen, yeah, that screen gets busy yeah it does um super darius yeah, so, a, a super version of Darius. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I, Darius has always been kind of like all right. Yeah. Um, I like the whatever the most recent one. Uh, it was on the PS4 and probably Xbox. I, nice. I thought that was cool. You can line up all the 
all the if you've got like four HDTVs, oh, yeah, you can yeah. line them all up. <laughs> oh, sweet, real nice. <laughs> but uh, I've you know obviously I've never done that. Yeah. Um, another one that I just don't understand why it's on here: Super Super Momotaro Densetsu Two, which is like a weird kind of board game kind of thing. Oh, I did see that was on here. Yeah, I never really I played it once on like emulation and then yep. never really Unpl- and... unplayable unless you uh, read Japanese. I, right. I don't get why it's on here, but yep. okay then. <laughs> um uh back to star soldier again super star soldier awesome game. um so kind of like an upgraded version of the nes uh famicom game yep um really great version of it though i love it absolutely um on the pc engine there are two games that are only on the pc engine uh not on the turbo graphics mini uh, uh tengai makio 2 mandumaro oh, yeah. um and then tokameki memorial so oh, yeah yeah. I got nothing to say about this. This is a game that you introduced me to about a year or two ago. Um, I had never played it, Valkyrie no Densetsu. Excellent game. Um, kind of like a overhead, I don't know. It reminds me, like the, the graphics and everything remind me of a Zelda type game. Because it's yeah. very colorful, very pretty. The animation's awesome. The the sprites look wonderful. Like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a really pretty game. And it's based on the arcade game of the same name. That is yeah. also very good. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good one, um, and I wish it would have been localized. That would have been something that you know uh, NEC could have said, like, look at our game, look at how pretty this is. It looks mm-hmm. just like a you know powerful Genesis game. And you play as a braided chick with a yeah. with Viking helmet. Yep. So there you go. Uh, another uh, launch game um, for the Turbo Graphics Victory Run. Terrible. Um, game. Yeah, I I I wanted to like this game so much when I was a kid. I rented it from Lincoln Video, and I was like, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> no, it turns out it I, it just sucks. it's just a janky game. Yeah, yeah. I wanted Rad Racer, and uh-huh. it's like a garbage version of that. And yeah. there are some people that really defend this game and say that there is an art to it. There's a sp- very specific. You got to keep playing through it. You might lose a few races, but you can level <laughs> up your tires or level up your engine, and you know you speed up your acceleration. And you just kind of keep plucking away at that. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I just I find it very boring and not fun at all. This was another one of the four freebies for the Turbo Express when I bought it. Victory Run was. Um, and then finally we have reached the end of the line with the classic and much beloved East East book book one and two two. talks about it when they point to the turbo graphics and yep. the turbo cd this always comes up in conversation um, mainly because of the music the story right. um the uh bashing uh head first into your enemies yeah uh, <laughs> yeah it may be the best video game of all time in my <laughs> wow oh, for real, for are real. you serious wow oh i love eastbook one and two like i think it's one of the most amazing experiences I, and i played it um, after having played Zelda a Link to the Past, I played wow. it after having played Final Fantasy IV. Like I, when I first um, first saw the cutscene where it opens up with East, the ideal Utopia. Like yeah. I was like, well, there's something magical about to happen yeah, here. Totally. The, the audio and everything was so good. I had this old janky stereo system hooked up to my VCR. <laughs> yeah. My Turbo Duo was going through my VCR to it. I had each speaker on each side. And you was, hit the record button so you could oh, record yeah. the footage. I was, I was yeah. of course recording my game. Yeah. <laughs> but um. And man, when you're in the you're in the first area and you unlock, there's that girl in the jail cell, and you open it, and her face pops up on the side screen, and it's her voice. Like, yeah. holy shit, is this an experience? Like, this is so much different than anything I've ever played before. 
and yeah the anime cutscenes the everything between East Book 1 and 2 at the end it's beautiful yep um, so I got <coughs> I remember I got the Turbo Duo uh, after it was released for Christmas um, we used to spend every Christmas at my grandparents house they lived down south mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the morning after so we always used to open our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve at night uh, next morning, um, after breakfast, I plugged in the Turbo Duo that I had gotten for Christmas, and it came with, you know, as you know, the came with the Gate of Thunder, Bonk's yeah. Adventure, Bonk's Revenge, Ninja Spirit, and East Book uh, One and Two. Um, I think actually mine came with Dungeon Explorer and not Ninja Spirit. But oh sure. Um, uh, anyway, and I plugged in East Book One and Two, and I was like, this is fucking amazing. Right. Like, I'd never seen anything like. I'd never heard anything like that in a video game. I was like, yeah. this is incredible. Um, and, uh, yeah, I loved it. I played, I played it probably all day that day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, if you've never played the Turbo, uh, TurboGrafx CD version of East Book 1 and 2, you're in for kind of an old school treat. Right. Uh, It, you know, it's aged, you know, you know, in a way. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's aged, it's exactly right. It has aged in a way. I don't know if you'll ever be, like, taken back by the graphics or the... You know the the, the action, yeah, the, the way that you uh, headbutt, the, the charging right into people, the charging, yeah, the way that Hydelite did on the NES. You yeah. know, like oh uh, god, it's this again. But um, if you can look past that and just uh, enjoy that portion of it, the graphics, the storyline, and the music will blow you away later mm-hmm. on in the game. It's awesome. Indeed, you get two games for the price of one. <clears throat> exactly. So there you go. We did it, man. We went through the entire Turbo Graphics Mini library and not including force gear and i guess there was that daytona win pinby or whatever pinby daytona twinby yeah so the hidden it. games that you can Those find in there hidden games yeah they're, they're cool to check out uh force gear is neat it's like a giant sprite version of like a gradius with mechs and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. a short game yeah i've i've never really gotten into twinby i've never seen the appeal <sighs> yeah. to it yeah yeah it's Same. one of those like it's just too simplistic for me where i'm just like okay the great. bell thing is interesting yeah yeah i'm gonna but, shoot the bell 30 times i don't know what that does but, yeah it changes uh, the colors and it gives me thirty thousand points instead of twenty thousand points yeah. i guess that's kind of cool great um we <laughs> wanted to talk about uh you know honorable mentions honorable mentions missing games so we mentioned gate of thunder, gate of thunder. which is like the big one for me yeah. um, we mentioned bloody wolf bloody wolf being missing um, is a big one uh, legendary acts one and two i feel that's like. crazy like those games should have totally those been in there. Both need to be on here. And you know, is Keith Courage? Keith Courage is another one that should have been that's in there. That's a bizarre one to leave out because that's the pack in. Yep, and and I don't know if that has something to do with the uh, the licensing. Could in Japan. very well be. Because yeah. um, that know. was an anime in Japan. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. Yep. So Keith Courage, not a great <clears throat> game. You know, mm-hmm. but it was the pack in, and it was it's the pack in. So there's there's some of that. Too. It was the first game I played for the Turbo Graphics. Cause, I, I know, know the name of the Namco shooter up. Holy cow! Here we US. go. Here it is. I know it took me two weeks to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but it was Ordine. Ordine, that's the one. That's one that's missing on this that yeah. I actually think is pretty decent. It is good. The game that Tony Majors and I constantly <laughs> argued about, which was the better game, was Ordine and Sidearms, which neither are included in this, which is yeah. kind of odd because they're both. Ordine, I guess I can understand because not a lot of people talk about it. Mm-hmm. But for some weird reason, and I don't understand this at all, but there's a lot of love for the sidearms games. Sidearms or yeah. sidearms special. I think I like they're sidearms. bullshit games. <laughs> oh, wow, I like them. They're terrible. I don't, I, don't, I don't love them, but I think they're good. I'll play sidearms, you know. If it, if somebody puts it in front of me, I'll be like, fuck yeah, I'll play me some sidearms and some sidearms special. Meh. Meh. Not a lot um, there. I don't like it. 
uh, Crater Maze I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love to Crater see. Maze would have loved to see Crater Maze. It's just a fun, goofy game. Right. Um, so th- those are some of them that I thought of. Bonk Three would have been cool just to have the whole trilogy on there. Right. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, not, Super it's Air not, Zonk would have been another one that I'd just yeah. like to see on there. Yeah, Bonk Three is not a great game, but just to have the you know the is Riot Zone on here? Nope. Oh, that's another. Yeah, that's a, there's, a, there's a few. There's mm-hmm. definitely. A few. I mean, if you're gonna take some of those goofy ass games that don't even make sense to have on here at <laughs> yeah. all, like take five of them away, you'd want Riot Zone, Legendary X One and Two, um, you know, Gate of Thunder, and like Bloody Wolf. There, yeah, yeah, you know, perfect. Yeah. Bloody Wolf, in my opinion, it, it's an arcade port, but it should have been on there because oh, yeah. it, it was like one of those games that any kid who had a Turbo Graphics and was like, "But my console's cool too." Yeah, they would right. bust out uh, Bloody Wolf and be like, "See, just as good as Contra." Yep. You know, oh, it's uh, one player, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so those are some of the missing ones, uh, in our humble opinions. Yeah. So that's it, man. We did it. We went through it all. We did it. It took us an hour, but we did it. So. Hey, man. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, the TurboGrafx Mini is pretty damn awesome. It seems to me, I feel like, I feel like it's it might be sold out already on Amazon. It might be. Um, I'm gonna check it out quickly while just we're just hold recording. tight for the TurboGrafx Mini Two, which of course <laughs> will include the games that we were just bitching about them missing. Yeah. Hopefully it'll have things like gems, hidden gems like Deep Blue or Energy. Oof. Oof. Yeah, it's sold out on Amazon already, which uh, Amazon that's not surprising. Amazon was the exclusive retailer for yep. it. Uh, you can you can get it for uh, two hundred bucks mm. on, on Amazon. I don't know about Amazon Japan. You can probably check Amazon I could, Japan. I could I could find out what my sealed one that's never been opened yet is worth. <laughs> kidding, kidding. I will be opening it and playing it. Um. Yeah, it's also the most expensive mini out. Yep. Out of all of them, I feel like it's worth it. I mean, if well, okay, let's let let me qualify that. If you find these silly mini consoles to be worth anything, yeah, I feel like it's. I said at the top of the show, I feel like it's an the most essential of yeah. the bunch because it's got these, the money value is what's yeah. amazing. It's got more games than any other mini does as well. So and just some weird ass obscure games that are mm-hmm. awesome, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of touches in that too. Like you'd said, the back panel thing coming off, so you can have the USB and the HDMI cable, um, the two controller ports in the front, which was nice to see instead of just the one like the old Turbo Graphics had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things like as well, when you when you click it on, you turn the power on, um, that actual slider covers part of the Hue card slot yeah, too. Yeah. Um, it would be really amazing if that Hue card slot was affect actually work. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Then you could wow, you could yeah. just open the world up. And the system's big enough to handle it. Damn, that would be just like the best thing ever. But what, and when you power it down, little rom roms on there, sound asleep. Yeah, um, powered down. I think that's cool. You know, uh, depending <clears throat> on what type of game you play, a different console will pop up. If it's a CD game, the yeah. CD drive will pop up and start, and start spinning. spinning. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, all that sorts of cool. All that sort of cool shit. I love. Uh, it's got different filters so it's got the crt filter yeah. and then it's got the i don't know why you'd want to do this but the it's turbo got the turbo express, express filter yeah. on it um it's got different like it's only got like three or four different background like wallpapers which is kind of a bummer for me i was yeah. hoping they'd have more yeah and they're not super like thrilling the the, mm. the backgrounds yeah um but uh but yeah it's neat um it's it it's it doesn't have on-screen manuals which is kind of a bummer for me what it has instead is um, a QR code pops up you scan the QR code and it takes you to a oh. website with all the manuals now the other bummer about that is that the manuals are literally the 
which is kind of a good and bad thing. It's the manuals that, like the retail manuals that you mm. got. But when you're playing the Japanese games, it would have been cool if they would at least translated the oh, manuals sure. to give you some idea of how to play this shit. Yeah, true. Uh, that's that's <clears throat> unfortunately not a thing. Uh, Konami went uh, much further with this console than anybody expected them to. Right. Um, but still not far. Not not, 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 not all far the way. enough. Yeah. Not all the way. They so. didn't meet us all the way. So anyway, that's pretty cool though. I mean, it's something that I never ever thought would happen. No, I think we joked about it. For we did, years. we did, and now when the NES Mini came out, I was like, "This is a good, we're gonna now we'll just wait for the TurboGrafx Mini." And I think that it came out close enough to April Fools that we thought it was a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember on our long dead forums, I I was very adamant. I was like, "We will never fucking see a TurboGrafx Mini." Yeah. Shut up. Stop talking about it. This yeah. is just stupid. It's Konami. They're not gonna do it. Right. And the TurboGrafx didn't sell shit here. Like, why would we ever see it? And boy, happily proven wrong. Yeah, right? I'm very, very happy to admit that I was wrong. Eating so, crow. Eating crow and loving every second of it. So, that's it. That's it. All right. That's Thanks, show- man. Showcase of the Immortals with the Graphics Mini. <laughs> All right. Thanks, dude. No problem. Thank you.